Voting isn't just going to the polls on election day anymore. Options like early voting, mail-in voting, and ballot drop boxes are available to more voters and are growing in popularity. How to Vote, a tool created by Democracy Works, breaks down the options your state offers for casting a ballot, empowering you to decide when and where to vote. Democracy works best when we all vote, but misinformation and confusion about election procedures have resulted in low voter turnout. How to Vote, a tool created by Democracy Works, takes the guesswork out of the voting process. How to Vote is easy to use and helps folks from all over the country overcome many of the process barriers to voting. Democracy Works is committed to helping you vote no matter what. Their tool, How to Vote, does just that. And these are some examples. You can sign up for election reminders, see what's on your ballot, get step-by-step -step assistance requesting your ballot, explore your options for returning your voted mail ballot, check your voter registration status, find your polling site, and making sure you have the appropriate ID. Listen up. Decide when and where you'll vote this year at howto.vote. Yes, decide when and where you'll vote this year at howto.vote, please. Go check this out now. I'm your host, Brandy J, and this is my show, Voices of Courage. Today, I would like to introduce to you a group of friends of mine from the TikTok community. We have a panel today, a great panel that I'm so happy we put together, and I'm so happy that you guys are here, okay? I would like you to... Say hello to Joy, Fatboy Tristan, Queen Antifa, and Joshua Dockery, and myself again. <laughs> please, please join us and let's um, remember this one thing. We do more than dance and prance and giggle and wiggle. And that's what you need to know. All you need to know until you come on over. Let's go ahead and start the show. Okay, hey there, everybody. This is Brandy J and the TikTok Roundtable with some of the best TikTok creators that are on in the community. And um, today we are here to uh, discuss things that need to change in the world and maybe we can talk about some things that are we're okay with in the world so i know for me um i like hearing other people from other parts because we're like all in other parts of the um basically for the most part of the world right and i like to hear what it looks like from somebody else's views and um I want to, I guess, start off with Joy and um, ask you, what is it that you, you know, did you find concerning? So I think the main thing is, um, as you can tell, I'm, I'm from the UK. 
and the thing that really gets me is there is not very there's not very much information about what's happening over there just in general right now unless you go searching for the information um our local and regional and national news services are not covering what's going on in terms of um the black lives matter movement in particular especially um with what's happening with brianna taylor and the case that's unfolding with that right now or there's absolutely no coverage of anything that's happening with the ice deten detention camps and that's always been a concern since i started following the movement because it leaves the onus of finding this information out to the general public yeah. so the censorship does not stop in the states and it, it's it's worldwide mm -hmm. yeah i think that's that is pretty huge and i think uh i don't know why but i think it's for a reason but uh they didn't expect TikTok to come along enjoy <laughs> <laughs> uh, what um what kind of news coverage like prior to 2016 what kind of news coverage would you get in the uk about the us like what types of things were international news it depends on the source and it depends on how hard you dig really um i mean a lot of our because the the UK in particular is is separated into regions. We have a lot of regional news, and especially on TV and and in newspapers and such. But our national newspapers were not covering very much at all from the US. It was mainly things like changes to um, sort of trade um, embargoes and things like that. Um, we've been dominated mainly by Brexit, and I think that. Whilst it's an important thing to be discussing, it's also being used as a, a smokescreen right now. A lot of news is hiding behind Brexit. And I think for the politicians that are floundering in Downing Street right now, the coronavirus has just been a godsend because it's taken away a lot of the, um, a lot of the focus on what's happening within politics. So it, it was very, very limited even before 2016 on what we were told here. Wow. How has it changed since Trump has been president? I, since Trump's been president, I mean, we we hear about the the big stuff, you know. Um, we, but we we don't hear about it from our our typical news sources. You know, the the news does not cover things like the legislation passed over there. And that's why TikTok has been so important to me, because a lot of the things regarding U.S. politics, normal, you know, the everyday person in the U.K. just doesn't know about. So I think it depends on how invested you are. If you're ready to look for that information, you could probably find some information. But the, the media here is very biased towards um, sort of like the right um as we currently have a, a conservative government right now so it's it, it's very very mixed yeah. that seems to be the narrative um everywhere i know where i'm at i'm california or well, san diego and it seems that seems to be like the same same thing here uh, very limited on on every oh, only way i really get what's really going on is from TikTok, and like you said i have to seek it 
Mm-hmm. It's not going to be on TV at all whatsoever. So if I talk about it with somebody, they have no idea what I'm talking about. And when I caught on to that, I just kind of stopped talking about it to see who was going to talk about it first because I started to feel weird. Like, why do I know this? <laughs> and you don't know it. And then slowly but surely, you know, you know how you'll see something and then you don't hear about it. And then slowly somebody else and you be like, oh, there it goes. I knew that last week. You know, yeah. and I think that's what's going on with why they're like, oh, we got to shut this down, you know. But why is that? People need to know. Absolutely. And I think um, ever since the uh, ever since the very day that the George Floyd murder happened, I think we bandied the word police brutality around and in the UK specifically because police aren't armed here. I think that concept was very kind of vague. And it was just a it was just a, a phrase and there wasn't a lot of emphasis put on it. But when I joined TikTok and there was blatant evidence, there was video evidence, there are reports, there um is a plethora of information available that is not being looked at by police. When you talk about police brutality here, it falls on deaf ears. You know, people are people fundraise for the police. Mm-hmm. Um, the police aren't considered um, the police aren't considered a threat here, but literally just I think it was two months ago now, a young boy in the UK, um, a young black boy was in his living room playing with a toy gun. His mother was asleep upstairs and a neighbor was outside and they looked into the window and they saw this young boy playing with a gun. And they called the police. And instead of sending a couple of police officers out to check it, this boy's home was raided by 20 SWAT officers. Wow. All armed. Um, This boy was handcuffed. The mother was woken up from bed. um, And he had a gun trained on him whilst they searched. And when they found it, this boy received no apology. And he was 12 years old. What? Yeah, and, you know, we have people in the UK denying that racism is a problem here, but of course it is. Mm-hmm. And it's it's in the it's in the very fibres of the country that yeah. we live in. There's no denying the institutional racism that happens here. Um, in our red brick universities, there is an extremely low percentage of non-white students and all of the teaching within our schools and education systems before elective education is very whitewashed. Wow. As as is an American who grew up in a Southern public education school system, my, I am just now at (coughs) 30 something years old, realizing how whitewashed my education was. And it's sad. Yeah, that's just that term. I know you guys seen it with the, with the Mr. President when they the whitewashed. Uh, then he say he didn't want he wanted it to stay that way and not for, any, for us to be taught like the truth. You know, Honestly, my my education on Black history was basically. The North fought a great war to free the slaves. The slaves were freed. Everything was happy. They weren't, like, really happy with the amount of rights because they didn't have voting rights. So um, they had, like, MLK, 
you know, so he was a great figure to civil rights. So they got the voting rights. And so everybody should be happy. Yeah, like bits and pieces, like boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Yeah, that that's essentially he like. Got a little bit more than me. <laughs> yeah. Like, that much. was, it, I mean, that was my education. It was yeah. very much, we were the saviors. Mm-hmm. And honestly, black people should have just appreciated what we did. And that's such hmm. a dangerous rhetoric. Yeah. You know, they sold to us that we were slaves, yeah. and that was not yeah. it. And they didn't yeah. think about the great things that we did, or even about the slavery itself. It just, I think it was so we can succumb to that that mentality, like, oh, that's what we were, and that's what we're gonna be. And it's like, you work so hard just to just over just that's it's all kinds of wrong <sighs> to it to keep it going. I had a friend ask me the other day. He said, "Shouldn't we just like keep it, not teach you know the future that kids." The, the real history, didn't mean, like not tell them about it. I was like, well, that's what they did to us. I mean, how, what that look like? So we right. don't, they don't. He thinks if we don't tell them about it, then they won't have these problems that's going on right now. I said that's not realistic. That's fairy tale. It's going to still happen, and they're not going to know. You know what I mean? They, the, not telling the truth is. I think another thing um, in terms of the way that history is taught, because I think it's taught very selectively. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think 100%. I think that the way that slavery in particular is addressed and the reason that it is mentioned at all is there still needs to be an explanation for why people of colour in the UK, uh, sorry, in the US specifically, are still being mistreated. Mm -hmm. So briefly kind of glossing over the fact that black people were once slaves it's it's not to educate on past atrocities it's to keep black people in their place yep and it's to yes. let them know exactly where they stand in society and that the fact that they can now vote and own land and marry mm-hmm. is the fact it is, is white people doing them a favor yeah yeah it's totally. not about teaching about what has been overcome and how far the us has come it's that this is where you were and this is where you can end up again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They want us to stay. And it's just like, I don't know. There's this mentality of you should be thankful for what you've gotten, but it's like, you can't put a knife in my back six inches, pull it out three inches and tell me that I should be grateful for it. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. And what's going on now and the stuff that's yep. going on now, nobody should have to be out with signs asking to live or to be equal, like what? Absolutely. I mean, and I, I feel like I'm not asking you. Or like I'm posting on their yeah. You matter. Right. <laughs> you yeah. better catch on real quick. And you know, like, or the black, the black, the black, the, the the black folks that are posting on their social media. If you find me hanged from a tree, I didn't kill myself. That shit is fucking sad. Yes. Yeah. That breaks my heart. It really does, and I'm, I got angry. I had did three different podcasts the other day, and I had I didn't record, I didn't post any of them because I couldn't stop being angry. I'm not gonna cry. You have every right to be angry, is the thing, and hey. the people who don't understand that are the problem. The ones who do not understand why you, as a black person. Okay, like a black person in America, your history is potentially being stolen from your land in Africa, 
being brought here to build a country that literally beats you and then a, a war is fought and it's not even really about freeing you as a human it's about not using free labor yeah. so it was never even really about like the civil war was never really about freeing slaves because of the humanity right right and and then you go into reconstruction hey, and then you hey, go into Jim so you go into reconstruction and then Brady, you go into are Jim we live Crow. right now no yes. no we're live we're, we're recording but we're not no we're not live are we no i didn't know no, if no. other people could come in and watch but no <laughs> go ahead there are that there, there's always the issue that you know people can't separate black lives from black culture and if you look at any any state in the US, any region in the US, black culture is so deeply entrenched in every part of the US, in every building that stands, there was some degree of black labor behind that. And now, even in modern day, you know, people are enjoying black fashion and yeah. you know, black music and black culinary mm -hmm. um exploits and things like that. And oh. People are more than happy to, you know, enjoy Popeyes or enjoy, you know, um, Southern food and Southern comfort. Food. Jingles. But they don't, they can't, right. they can't equivocate the black lives that brought this to them. They mm -hmm. aren't appreciative right. of the black community. Like, like Big Keen. Yes. Um, and what the black community have have given to the United States. Yeah. There was yeah, that's never a point where there was never a point in history where white people were the ones who brought culture to the United States. It was colonized by white people who were already living, who already had thriving right. lands. Well even it goes even into our media and like Hollywood and stuff because well you have Elvis who was a white icon, but it was inspired by black musicians. Yeah. But you have all of these people like, but Elvis mm -hmm. is the one that's the king. The king, yeah, yeah. It's you know, so and then that's the thing, like there are people that he was paying homage to who do not get the recognition that they deserve. Yeah, that's crazy. And this is, and we're here in 2020 and still where we're at right now, like, that's the sad part, you know, I, know. I feel like as a country, I, I kind of went off on this broadcast and I say, you should be ashamed of yourself as a country because all this time we've gotten here, we've gotten nowhere. And so whoever is, you know, sitting in those seats there, I mean, what are you doing? You know, move out the way, let somebody else come along that really wants to make change and show progress. And because America's looking like a joke right now, you um, know, yeah. I told him all Mitch that. Mitch McConnell, but, we're talking to you specifically. Mm -hmm move out of the way yes yeah please move so, brandy i would love to know i would love to know your opinions on joe biden picking kamala harris as his running mate i would love to know what you think about that <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking i would answer that the day i went to vote like now um to be honest with you to be honest i'll be honest um i don't know okay what they're up against, 
gives them the better a better shot for me because I can't I can't go through. I've given him chance after chance to surprise me, and I'm done. And so them being the, the choice, I feel like because you know I, I know how to play like devil advocate, and I can look at it you know from all kind of side sides and be like, oh my God, was there worse? You know, you just never know because 2020 has traumatized me so much. Anything can happen. Um, but I think that, you know, people give, they say all this stuff about Joe Biden. That's right. Okay, whatever. But I mean, damn. I mean, he put him next to Trump, and I think he might have a little bit more, uh, he's probably reason with him more. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, um, right. The, you know, and with Kamala, I don't really know her that well, but from what I know of her, you know, people want to throw her, her history, her past up, you know, but that was already brought out. So it's kind of like, I mean, we can't do that if you want to put her up against what's already up there. You guys are all kind of, you know, but um, from what I saw, I see that she was, uh, I think she's good at her job. I don't think her intentions are to just like, I, I see a lot of African-American people that seem a little bothered by it. I don't understand why. If you're, if, oh, yeah. are you scared that she's going to take you and put you away if you're not doing anything? And I don't think that's her, my personal opinion. I think she's just good at what she does. You know what I mean? So don't give her any reason. But I, what I've learned is that she also helped, you know what I mean? You know, with, she wasn't just like, yeah, put them all away and screw them. You know, she, you know how when you go to prison or jail, you hope they get rehabilitated, not just waste away and then send them back out to come back in again, you know? Yeah. And like change life, give them a better shot at she, not having yeah. to come back in here. So that's what, what, what I was seeing from, from what she has done. And I think that, I think we need to go ahead. I'm willing to give a chance with, um, not just because also Donald, it's because we're all so easy to judge people. I've seen people just judge, judge left and right, and then look at this man over here that says nothing but disrespectful things every day. If somebody's telling you who they are, then we need to listen. And he has all this stuff racked up, you know what I mean? Yep. He can just do whatever he wants, you know what I mean? So then if that's the case, then let's give these two a shot, and um, let's not be so quick to judge, because everybody has something going. You know what I mean? Obviously, if you want to use him as an example, then, I mean, good luck with that. Everybody deserves a shot. Give me a shot. <laughs> I, I can't help but think and, and look at it from my perspective as an outsider from the UK that this was a very calculated decision. I think that Joe Biden needed Kamala Harris the way that she needed him and yeah. he needed a diversity pick and she, while she has an amazing while she has an amazing um sort of like history in politics and you know she has relevant experience I think that she she can sense Joe's weakness as a leader and she is going to have a lot more input than, you know, maybe some running mates in the past have mm -hmm. had. Yeah, he needs her. So, um, like Cheney, like Cheney to Bush. <laughs> and that's okay, you know, I mean. Yeah, because Bush, Bush was absolutely Cheney's puppy, but yeah, I feel like I'm hoping at least Kamala, you know, it runs the show because you know Biden. What makes her right. <laughs> what makes her unpopular with black voters 
is what makes her popular with white voters. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. The fact that she had a tough stance on crime and was the mm-hmm. top cop. So they need, in order to defeat Trump in this election, especially with what he's doing to the election and the ballots and just voting in general, we need to have every single, like, there are no cards that shouldn't be pulled out at this point. Like, he right. has to go. Yeah, yeah, because he's willing to pull them all out. Like, he, there's no low for him. No low. Have you guys seen the the joking about signing an executive order so Biden can't be president? Yes. And whilst mm, that's that the newest right. joke. Whilst, I, whilst I, I know that it was probably to some degree satirical, it did not at all surprise me. I mean, the fact that he is infringing on people's um, right to protest and he yeah. has a very blurry stance on, you know, open carry for underage people. The fact that, you know, the Constitution is only relevant when it is benefiting his agenda and he is so willing to take away the rights of exactly. certain people in the United States and normalizing it. This did not surprise me at all. Um, and the people who support him are not linking the fact that if he can do this to the people he, who he doesn't agree with now, he can do this to the people who follow him now for when he needs to get a better control over them because that's how dictatorship works. That's what I told them. I see it. Yep. Yep. You start, that's narcissist. Yep. You I told my friend, I said, yeah, it's slow. good now. Right up until the point it's not good anymore. <laughs> yeah. But narcissists start out slow and normalize behavior. Mm-hmm. If he was yep. doing this stuff now in 2016, everybody yep. would have lost their mind. But mm-hmm. over the last four years, he it's he has escalated the um, ridiculousness yeah. to the point where it's like, well, he would never do that. He's joking. He's joking. And then by the time that he actually does it, then they support it. Right. They're gung ho, like grabbing their guns to do it. Yeah. And that's a tactic that's literally used. Yep. To gain power. When you think about it, he's been doing this for decades because he's always been in the uh, press where he's like, oh, Mm -hmm. I thought about running for president. I'm not sure if I'm going to run for president. He's been trying to figure out his perfect opportunity to seize power. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely agree, Josh. And the thing about Trump is he I think that there is a lot of his persona. that I heard his family laughing when he first said it. I, I am not surprised by that. And I think that a lot of the a lot of the the grandeur that he puts on, I think it is exasperated, and and I think it's it's really sort of hammed up, yeah. so that when he says this outlandish stuff, people aren't so quick to just take it seriously, and it just kind of it gives it an opportunity for the the ideas to simmer, and then if his supporters run with it, he knows he can get away with it. You know exactly. the, the fact that the the fact that right. he said militarized troops to a, a peaceful protest, but then ordered the police not to attend yeah. a white that. supremacist rally. He is making it very, very obvious what his stance is. I mean, he'll say it blatantly, and then. His supporters want to make excuses. Very obvious. That's why I don't understand why the supporters 
They support every single thing he does. Like they think they would be the ones who are storming. Yeah, they work overtime more than he does to cover to make excuses for him. He doesn't. Even, I mean, he'll just go to the next one. They're like, no. I'm like, turn up. <laughs> Well, yes. one of his other tactics too is, yeah. is that he surrounds himself. I have a friend who's a black, he's a Donald, he's black, he's Donald Trump supporter. Yeah, and I told him I just I stated the obvious. I said these are the reasons why I don't support him, and they only came out of his mouth. I agree. I mean, I don't know if any other president has done this. Um, but no, I didn't hear you, Josh. Oh, uh, I was saying that. Can you guys hear me? Can you hear me? I think there's a lot. You guys hear me better? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. No, I don't think no, there's other guys. I, I was just gonna say that he surrounds himself yeah, by people yeah. who also think the same things. So that you. way he can throw them under. You guys can hear me though, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Michael's like all the way down there. Yeah. And I I don't know if any other president has done this, but Trump has managed to turn his presidency yep, he's not a good friend <laughs> i mean he already i was like dude well you're all in jail where is he at he already had the trump brand going um for his business but this is like this is different and he is monetizing and putting a very capitalist spin on presidency no we actually have laws against that um what was it gerald ford there was one that had a peanut farm and Basically, he it was a lucrative farm, and when he took presidency, he put it into the trust that they're supposed to, in order to not have in like not to be able to see their company at all, so they cannot influence it in any way. And the person managing it, by the time that he was done with his presidency, the farm was like done, like it was gone, bankrupt. Does anybody know which president that was? I don't remember. Carter. Carter, that was it. Wow. Mm. So yeah, the what he does, anything that his, mm. anything that he does that his business financially benefits uh-huh. from, i.e., staying at Trump properties, and um, it's illegal because you are not allowed to. Him endorsing uh, Goya, him endorsing anybody is illegal. And here we are. He's kind of does what he wants. Yeah. But you know what? I blame others too. I'm like, how does he just come up in here and just, I mean, the presidents we've had in the past, yeah, they've been kind of like, you know, but there was still like some etiquette and respect for how you carry yourself. You know what I mean? Like the way he, talks to people. You shut up. You're stupid. He's like treats people to the reporters to just how he carries himself. It just to me, I feel like it's disrespectful to the the, the president's seat, to the White House, and to all of you know the citizens because it's like, are you serious? Is he really I saw him um, at some kind of little dinner thing and they were doing the uh what's the Star Spangle, is it? And um and he was uh looking around and making faces and dancing and then he sat down. I said, wait, didn't you get on somebody for taking a knee? I said, but then I was like, no, I'm done. I'm done. I mean, <laughs> done, done, done. It's just making it a joke out of everything. When people are dying and and he doesn't acknowledge it. He doesn't speak about it. He doesn't say anything about Breonna Taylor. It's nothing. Like, it's not even happening. I would 
I would love to think that this is isolated to the to the US, but it really isn't. Um, I mean, Boris Johnson himself um, has come under a lot of fire. You guys hear that? Who that you, Tristan? I think it was Tristan. <laughs> You're fired. Um, but okay. there's a, yeah, they're starting a procession. They're starting a procession. So I'm gonna mute the mic. All good. They're gone. Um, but yeah, what as I was saying, I wish more than anything that this was isolated to the U.S., but it really isn't. Um, we have Boris Johnson here, and we just we we refer to him basically as like Trump light. He is exactly the same. He has disrespected women and he he is just disgusting overall. And yes. there has been a trade chief implemented from Northern Ireland um, who has been openly homophobic and sexist. Mm-hmm. Um, and when his when this trade chief he's called um he's called Tony Abbott, when his past was brought up on a national interview, it was live on TV, um and Matt Handcock was asked about it, his response was he is also very good at trade. And this has just diminished any kind of hope I have that we're ever gonna have a non-corrupt conservative government and we don't even have another election for another four years so we're we're stuck with we're stuck with Boris Johnson and his corrupt cabinet so I would love to Mm -hmm. I would love to think it's it's specific to Trump but it it isn't yeah that's true that's very very true very true um it's all it's all of us all over the world it's like but I'm sorry my son is trying to get my attention I was going to ask um I'm sorry, it was at uh, Queen, what am I, Queen Atifa? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yes. Um, where are you, you're in what part of the, um, you don't have to tell me exactly where, but what part of? I'm in Midwest. Yeah. Midwest, okay. Okay, um, I grew so up Midwest. In the south. Uh, yeah, I grew you're up in the south, but I, I grew oh, up yeah. in the south, but I'm, I live in the Midwest now. Okay. So what would okay from where you sit? Um, where is it? Um, I guess probably the South would be more of uh, like which one is more just seem like more of Trump supporters or where you would get like racism? <coughs> is it usually the South? Would people would say more South? I I think the South. What if it, if it makes sense? What do you think, Josh? You think Midwest or Southern? Honestly, they're all over the place. Right. To be honest, they are. They are. I actually have family members <laughs> who were Trump supporters, right and they live here in California as well. So yeah, yeah, they're all over my my neighborhood too, and my neighborhood is very diverse. Um, Elyria, right out of Cleveland, but there's a lot of Trump signs, a lot of Joe Biden signs. So yeah. And to be honest, not all of them necessarily support Trump, but they will vote for him. Right. They'll hold their nose and they will vote for him because he's promising, you know, either defunding Planned Parenthood, building a wall, doing margarita shots Mm -hmm. in a Russian hotel. Who knows? Single issue voters. Yep. Yeah. 
Yep, very much so. I call it turn a blind eye. You're willing to turn a blind eye because yes. you're benefiting or, or whatever it may be. You have you know, to. In order had to get your one position, you have to be willing to yeah. look over a lot. Like, mm -hmm. Cause you can't, I mean, you can't like without what he's offering somebody, if you just leave it to morals, ethics and um, value, then you have nothing. So then they probably wouldn't even vote for him. So I don't know why they work overtime sweating, trying to explain to somebody that he's a good person. I mean, look what he did for, he has so many black friends. And I didn't even ask this person if he had black friends. This is a black person telling me this. He gave this to the military. He did so much for black people. If I hear that one more time, I'm gonna choke. <laughs> And because I don't, I didn't benefit from it. So maybe you are, but um, come on, you can't say that he has ethics. And, and then, and then you start talking like him. Oh, you're watching those the media, the news. That's what you're doing. No, I'm not. It's not true. It's only not true. It's not true. The narrative. Be not true. You know. My own parents. Have, like, that's only like he was Jesus or something. Yeah, that's the, that's the normalization of behavior is my own yeah. parents have said things that growing up, I would never thought I would have heard out of their mouths. And Trump has just emboldened hateful people to be openly hateful. That's why they support him is because he lacks decorum and he allows them to lack decorum. That's so weird. So it's like some like it's Absolutely. like spreading. Like it's like some kind of like mental it, takeover or something. Yeah. It really is lead by example, and he's setting uh, the worst example possible. Yep. Very. And I don't understand why anybody can't. You can tell them to the blue in the face, and the evidence is right there. You can even say it to them, and they'd be like, "No, <laughs> I'm just like I can't do it." I was arguing last week with a young lady on Tristan's page. Um, I'm using the term young lady to be respectful. Mm. This this girl was absolutely gung-ho that Trump was a great president and that he'd done so much, um, you know, so much good during his presidency. And when I mentioned the drop in employment and the fact that he is currently actively repealing rights for transgender people to receive medical care. Her retort was to copy and paste everything from the White House page, all of his claims that were that were very easily debunked within like a minute and a half of Googling. You know, all you need to do is run it through a fact checker. And I think the fact that he can the fact that he can sort of beef up the claims that he makes and his supporters will just run with it. He could literally say anything at this point. If he yeah. were to shoot a black person at a rally and say it's because they were black and say that himself, his supporters would be like, well, that's not how he meant it. You he did are, say that. Not he did. Yeah. He did say that. Wow. He said he could shoot somebody in the middle of Fifth Avenue. Yeah, he did. And they would still support him. And at one of his rallies, he actually told his supporters there to get the uh, protester out by any means necessary. Just yeah. paraphrasing. Yep. I saw that. I he saw incites that. violence. Didn't yep. he also I... tell the police um, that they should be more violent with protesters as well? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. And called in the, the military. Yep. <laughs> called in the, the military for yep. domestic civil unrest. It was peaceful protest. Like, yeah.
And then everybody else thinks what makes me so mad. They're like, no, um, those people out there, they're they're rioting and they're doing this. So they deserve, I'm like, first of all, there's peaceful protesting. So let's just knock that one out. And what about the people that are peaceful? Put Well, they should, because I said peaceful, there's rioting, there's rioters, and then there's the protesters. I don't call them the same. Because if you're rioting, you're not protesting, you're rioting. Don't try to put them together. There's been peaceful protests, and then they get quiet. I don't know how to answer that one. There's also because the media awful, makes it look that way. There's also an awful lot of footage from the very early protests yeah. where there was looting. Yep. And one of the videos yep. that was shared a lot, and then I think it was taken down by TikTok. It may still be up there. Um, there were police looting during a riot. Yep. And you I can show this too. to conservatives, and they're like, "You are looking at it wrong." That's not what's happening. Exactly. They are breaking a window with a baton. Are those actors? That's not what's happening. That's, you, you, you know, you're not looking at it in context. And I don't know how you can... Yeah, I don't that's know exactly what I get. <laughs> I don't know where the, I don't know where the context is wrong. But um, I would love to know. Right. Well, 93... We've all experienced that. No matter what you say, you're never going to believe it. The numbers have come out. 93% of protests in the U.S. have been peaceful. Of that 7% that we need to take out the amount of riots that were started by Proud Boys and white supremacists. So the number of riots that occurred because of the BLM movement is minimal. And yet that's all we see on the news. Yep, that's all they want to all they want to play. Because that's so it can look selling. the way it does, so people think that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and people yeah, are really buying into it. But, and, then, and then you know they're just so they're so nasty about it. Those those writers, they deserve everything. They get even like really nasty about it. Right. There is I'm a, just like okay, but there's a very mm-hmm. clear narrative, and I think that was just strengthened by the way that they mm-hmm. released the the information about Breonna Taylor's. Um, Breonna Taylor's murderers and only Brett Hankerson being arrested and the fact that they very openly boarded everything up because they were hoping for civil unrest to bolster their situation right you know I think it was all very calculated Um, oh yeah yeah these these protests will have been a godsend for the Trump administration um I don't understand I don't understand how they are showing that this is Biden's America um I would love to know how I would love to know how he figured that out. Um, it's what Trump does. It's his MO. He always projects his problems onto other people and then says, I'm the only person that can fix it. Right? Every time without and people buy it up. Yeah. And the part one of the part that you get it. I will never understand how how easily the American people who support Trump just run with the fact that Antifa was a terrorist organization when Antifa <laughs> is literally anti-fascism. And I don't right. think that a lot of these people understand what fascism means. I think they, they, don't. they mean it. I think they think that it's Marxism. A lot um, of those people can't even spell fascist correctly. <laughs> yes. Right. Hey, I still yeah. struggle, okay? Let's <laughs> I want to spell it like I, racism. I think I get past uh, F A uh, A B C D E F G H I J K. <laughs> you know what she said. We can call yeah. it Trumpism. We can call it what it is. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. At this point, it is. In, yeah. in World War II, it was Nazism. You know, that was fascism, and now it's... <coughs> yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. I just know that they're very fine people. That's all I know. There's very fine people on both sides. <laughs> and if you I wish the well, sex traffickers yeah. well. <laughs> gets me with that all the time. <coughs> this is like history right here because I never, I don't think there's ever been like, I mean, if you want to take it back to like, I'm, I don't know. I've never seen somebody just be able to walk up in the White House. I'm like finding somebody to blame. Like, I kind of was trying to like egg somebody on. Like, y'all just gonna let them walk up in there and do this and make a mockery out of, you know, America. We had some kind of like lead way. Like, people like, where's the land of the free, the home of the brave? Even though I found out a lot of lies, but still. That shows I mean, you how we, 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 we have to make sure that we acknowledge. We have to make sure that we acknowledge that, you know, Bush, Clinton, Obama are the reasons that Trump is in office. People are tired of the, you know, of the empty promises and, you know, the, you know, the, the, uh, the, uh, the lobbying with the pharmaceutical. He came right on in and like and sold lobbying the with the. Right. Yeah. The root of the yeah. problem is that hardworking Americans are tired of struggling. They're tired of struggling. They're going to yeah. look to anybody that they think will make them struggle less. And, and that's why everybody's going with the whole think the right. money thing. Like, it'll make the economy better. Versus but that's the, that's the system that you get yeah. under capitalism. And that's mm, exactly. It, the whole system does not work. It's not designed to work for anybody other than white males. And it never will unless yep. we do something to actively fix it. Yeah. Pretty much. And I was thinking the other day, I was like, you know, this really isn't as hard as it really has to be. All you have to really be is just like a really honest, like a good person and want the pursuit of happiness and want everybody else. I was like, why can't we all win? You know what I mean? Like, why can't yeah. we all just giving the tools, like, there'll be people that don't want it. Okay, that's great. I don't know why you don't. But I think everybody should be given the equal access to be able to achieve success and to achieve wealth where they want to be at with their families and stuff without having to worry. I think that was cut down on a lot of crime. You know what yeah. I mean? Because you'll be able to choose, you know what I mean? And then if they choose something else, then it's like, okay, well, we have to handle that. But when you design it for failure, then that's what... One, one thing that surprised me most about really the get? difference between here and there is, say, for example, I had a heart attack right now, and I collapsed, and I was carted out of here in an ambulance. My worry would not be how am I going to pay back my crippling medical debt. It would be, you know, I need to send an email to my school to let them know that I need a little bit of leeway, you know. And the fact that people have gone bankrupt for getting cancer and the fact that employers will do anything they can to circumvent having to give employees Yeah, yeah. I find it. I always use my words. I find it uh, repulsive, inhumane. 
you know, because it's not like we want, like we walk around wanting to be sick. Like we need health care. These are the things that we need. We need to eat. And then when we eat, don't even get me started on that stuff. The hell are we eating? You know what I mean? It's so like I'm just like mad that I'm living in a world that is created around me to keep to keep us like down. Like, like you know what I mean? Don't you want people to be happy? And if they want to be happy, right? They want their families to be happy. Then what the hell makes you think that we don't want to be happy and be, be able they, to live a normal they, life and trust that what's around us we can put healthy food in us and To a white supremacist, though, your happiness comes at the expense of their happiness. And that's why they fight against it. Without realizing that for you to have the same right to walk down the street does not impact Mm -hmm. me as a white person at all. But for white supremacists, that's not true. And I think, I, I mean, I think the, the whole, take for them to realize, right, right. In every in every section of life, there is a hierarchy, and you know that that goes from you know being raised in a household. You know, you are raised that you know your parents are the ones in charge, and that they you have to listen to what they tell you, and then you are fed into the education system where the teachers are the ones who are in charge and you have to listen to what they tell you and respect authority. And this makes you a easy and compliant worker ready for the capitalist system. And you will have to fight your way up. And a lot of the time, in order to get anywhere in a big business, you will have to make personal sacrifices and you will have to give a lot more of yourself than you are getting in return. And that's expected. That's the way that we are. That's the way that we are raised. So I think these working class people who support Trump are looking at this this hierarchy and thinking, what is another way that I can get ahead? And this sense of supremacy over black people as a white person is just another way of looking for a privilege that other people are denied and and adding more value to yourself in order to feel like you are getting somewhere in a world that does not want you to progress to anything and until we break this system and make the whole system fairer for everybody you know make careers sustainable if people want to have families they should be able to have a career too without crippling childcare costs and things like that and until we address these social systematic issues racism is going to be rampant because there is always going to need to be somebody who we can step on and Mm -hmm. as a feminist as well you know being a part of the lgbtqia plus community and a woman i know that i am a couple of stepping stones below white cis het men and the fact that I'm aware of this and I talk about it is very undesirable because they don't want to have to mentally address that this is what it is because it's been ingrained in them in society that this is normal. Right. Never want to deal with anything. Never want to talk about anything. But let's talk about it. Nobody wants to talk about it, discuss it, act like it's not happening. And that's just unrealistic. You know, it's happening. So it's like, 
just feel like at this point, as long as we're like, you know, how we're here right now and we're able to, you know, kind of like, you know, like-minded people that want the same thing, I think that we just keep trying, doing our best to reach out other people that come together. Because I always feel like it doesn't pan out when you have people like, you know, like on the social media that are going back and forth, you know, like, Arguing over people that are dead and who's bad, like who's that? I find that to be repulsive. I'm like, it's dead. Like, let it rest. Let his family, you know. Like, people feel like they have to do that, and we have to be the bigger person. And when people want to, you know, be that way, we just gotta rise above that, you know. And because then we lower ourselves down to that playing field, it kind of just devalues, you know, everything we're working for. And we just gotta keep pushing forward and uh, doing what it takes even though it seems like good people are the ones that end up missing or or something you know what i mean like Absolutely. good people it seems like the world doesn't want you know like if i was a child right now because i'm a teacher uh i would be a little confused like i uh, thought you told me people with kindness um what the hell is going on <laughs> you know what i mean like we went to school we were told to be nice to be kind because that's where we were before we even the corona hit like with my the group the grade i was with we were struggling with teaching them how to be kind to one another, how to respect one another, how to uh, accept differences and stuff like that. Really struggling to, because that's important. Can't teach without that, but still it's important. And then you, then here, boom, here we are right now. And if I'd be looking, if I was one of them looking in, I'd kind of be looking around like, but you told, because these are full grown adults. Yeah. You know what I mean? That are uh, with these behaviors. And I would just be a little baffled. Like, well, which one is it? Absolutely. I thought the same thing. I was like, I thought we were supposed to be <laughs> like, what's going on here? I'm just, it's crazy to me too, because these are adults with families and with children. So it makes me wonder what kind of conversations you have at home with your child. And we need to flip the script. I mean, we need to stop letting the narrative that loud black women speaking yeah. out about their oppression are ratchet, you know? they are not they are outspoken black women they are activists you know we need to stop normalizing that women speaking out about women's issues are feminazis we just want to be heard we are exactly right. the same all we want is equality and to be honest the way that women have been treated historically men should be very lucky that all we want is equality because if we wanted vengeance it would be a nightmare so we need mm. to start we need to start these conversations at home we need to start yeah. re-educating the next generation and i think the generation before us the generation that i am i mean i'm 23 um my generation luckily is very woke um and we can look more objectively at people you know we have seen the good side of the lgbtqia plus community and the good side of um, you know the black community and we can look at things without the bias of previous generations and I think that that, that is starting a lot of conversations that definitely yeah. didn't happen before yeah are you Gen Z right Gen Z era just I am I am yeah. a cusper I, I think yeah I think I think Gen Z is amazing the Gen Z mm -hmm. is floating around out there because <laughs> I'm, like I'm just yeah. in the middle um, and I identify kind of with both, um, but yeah, mm -hmm. so technically I'm, I'm Gen Z. And yeah, I, Gen Z is amazing. 
and I have a daughter yeah. as well so I am I'm hoping to raise a, a passionate little feminist and we're well on yeah. our way for that yeah <laughs> that's definitely if people are just allowed to be who they want to be, if they're not hurting anybody, killing anybody, and that's who you are, you know, and America stands for it. Not, not even America. This is a world that we all live in. Because not everybody's in America. We're all across the world. And if you want to be who you want to be, then you should be allowed that. And I, and I think people get it all mixed up with these labels and and then just need to stay in their own lane. And um, everybody, everybody wants to be accepted for who they are, even these same people that put these things in motion. So it's like, you know, like, but you're right. We just uh, flip the narrative, you know? Like, I feel like if we're gonna do this, have a good time doing it, you know? So, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I want, I like it because more, it's more people, it's different and diverse, you know? It's like different race, colors, cultures, um, genders, you know, all coming together for, a better place, like-minded, and that's what the world, and that, well, that's what they're scared of. But. Black, but oh well. black, women, black women have been, you know, ratchet for too long. Black men have been thugs right. for too long. You know, women who speak right. up have been feminazis and bitches for too long. You know, it's, exactly. it's time that we start respecting everybody and we start mm. looking at people as people. Yeah. Yep, I totally agree with you. And it's gonna take people being able to get mad sometimes. Just gotta, you know how they say, kill them with kindness, you know? Yes. And when we take our platforms and stuff, you know, speak, you know, speak out on those things and don't stoop to people's levels and we gotta teach them, you know? And I'm, I'm, I like having, being able to do this because there was a time when we didn't have the, 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 the access to be able to speak out like this. And I want people to know they can do this too, have a voice. Right. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, Josh. Yes. <laughs> How are you doing down there? I, I'm I'm doing all right. This is just me being normal. So. I know you said the other day, like I don't know what I was saying. I um. <laughs> the internet has been one of the the single greatest thing for allowing change to happen. However, it has also yeah. been one of the single greatest things for coordinating suppressing that change from happening the toxicity but also yeah. the how can we put the public to sleep how do we make sure that you know nobody's keyed into the fact that this system isn't broken it's designed this way what can we do to stop that and here you have an app yeah. like tiktok that has uh, risen through the ranks that even mm -hmm. i looked at it initially and i was like eh, it's an app okay but then when I get on there, I see this diverse group of people, not just dancing, not just, but actually learning things. And then March 19th comes around or May 19th comes around. And, you know, I hear from one TikToker, hey, if you're white, could you please, you know, like not do anything that day and try to support black content creators? And I thought, OK, what, what, what is that? Okay, but OK, sure, I'll go with that. I'm cool with that. And then that day happens, and next thing you know, my feed starts filling with all of this beautiful content creators, all these beautiful uh, ideas and just amazing art and everything. And it, that, it's just so wonderful. That day was an incredible mm -hmm. day. That is when all of, all of us, Queen Antifa, myself, Tristan, that's when we all met. I think that was when we met you as well, Josh. We met in Vanessa's live. 
I think we all kind of congregated in there for a little while. Um, and it was just a moment of incredible solidarity, you know, allies, mm -hmm. black creators all coming together to not only appreciate black culture, but to, you know, work together on making sure that black voices were being amplified, you know, using our white privilege to ensure that black creators had a fair shot. Um, and you're absolutely right. It was amazing to see all of that content on my For You page. And it was just it was this wonderful. gorgeous wall of melanin for the whole day. It was amazing. Well, not just that, but it was no more, you know, just dancing where everybody copies the same dance. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like Blinding Lights. It's a great dance <laughs> and a great song. But do I really want to see it 50 billion times? And that's the reason why TikTok went mostly unignored or ignored is because everybody's like, yeah. oh, it's just everybody doing the same thing. But on that day, I found... <laughs> yeah. I found a creator who taught me how to go foraging. I found another one that taught me uh, vegan cooking tips. I found people uh, that were teaching me their culture that I didn't really know uh, much about. I still don't know much about yeah. it, but I'm trying to learn as much as possible. I'm learning history that was never taught in school. Yeah. It's been the single greatest tool, but that's also the right. thing. It's been the oh. single greatest terror to these people in power that want to retain their power because it yep. really is a force that is just yeah, steamrolling through them and they're trying they're desperately trying to find any way they can to put a stop to it because it will topple them yeah i was telling my friend the other day i said i told him why, why they were trying to get rid of tiktok he said oh brandy they're, not, they're trying to get rid of it because there's spies and, and this information is being leaked. I said, what? I said, yeah, no, that's what he said. I said, they're trying to get rid of it. You know what I mean? But you, how do you explain that to somebody that you have to come in here, like take a chance? I said, this is not just dancing. Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm over there. And you know what I mean? And you're telling me why they're going to take, they're taking the app because they're, I was like, there was no talk of that stuff until Gen Z ruined that beautiful rally <laughs> you know what i mean and then did a little more and then it was on from there but let him tell it there's spies and i said you're just watching the news you keep telling me not to watch the news i said i was over there when they came up with the idea i didn't even mean to be there on purpose i just woke up the next morning i said they really did that huh i just been passing by mm, nice it was brilliant and, oh yeah yes and they organized it i didn't think they were gonna do it. and then they executed it the that's why i love Z because the they got the job done the politicians they are not happy and it's after that the narrative that tiktok is a national security risk was doubled down on mm -hmm. it was after that that it would just became like oh well we have to ban this app because this app is basically mm -hmm. screwing up our entire narrative now what are we going to do but they don't want to come out and say you know what i mean like like that so they just yeah crazy i tell people i'm like dude just come over and check it out what's it gonna hurt it's free ah dancing and i was like well you're gonna miss out on something beautiful because this is history good luck because i learned my history in tiktok and i'm proud of it thank you <laughs> you know I, it's, it's been amazing to me That's um so and i'm happy to have you guys on here because you can share this with you know because this will be everywhere i'm on a lot of different um platforms so this is basically all over the world and I wanted to people to bring be able to bring the light, share the light with um, everybody else, so they'll know, you know, because we don't know how much time. I don't know what they're gonna do with this this TikTok. Like you just never know because they're working so hard, you know. And then when they get quiet, you just be like, hmm. 
So I want you guys to be able to like tell the world and people like what is it that, that you learned in here or in which they can hear now, but you know, Josh just said what he learned and and let them know like And that's only the thing. scratch of the surface place. of I, what I've started back and to I've learn. Watched Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um people me come personally, in here and like I thought it really was all gonna be thing. Yeah, I downloaded it for, uh, you know, like, just to have some fun with the lip syncs and the dancing and all that. And then I went into I Speech Live, and and um, I'm at Fatboy Tristan, by the way, on TikTok. But um, I went into I Speech Live, and I realized that this is way more than just, you know, dancing and TikTok and uh, lip syncing and all that. There's actually, a, you know, a, side, uh, a, a, a whole side of TikTok dedicated to the cause. Oh yeah, they, um, you know, Black Lives Matter and yeah. uh, exposing. I call it a movement. It seemed like it changed. Um, Queen uh, Queen Antifa said, "Let me back in." I don't know what happened. Definitely, Brandy. Can you bring Queen Antifa back in? Yeah, they they definitely got me. Oh, okay. I thought they definitely got me when they told yeah. me. I was like, maybe she's gonna work or something. Yeah. <laughs> I missed I missed Vine, so that's that's why I downloaded TikTok. Uh, yeah. I, I downloaded TikTok for a uh, quarantine. Joy, Joy, yeah, yes. Joy and Josh, drop your TikTok ads. Ad. Oh yeah, can I change? Can you change your name? Oh, my uh, screen name is uh, my TikTok ad. Mine is not, so I'm old underscore two okay. underscore Joy. I'm uh, trying to get in here. No, it's o dot two dot joy. No, it isn't. It's underscore Tristan. It's um Queen at uh, it's trying to get in here because I'm pressing the oh, thingy in. And... Um, jo- uh, Josh, uh, Tristan is what is Antifa trying to get in here still? There she go. All right. Yeah. She's in the waiting room. Yeah, I got on TikTok because I was bored, the quarantine and stuff. So I was like, did all these funny videos. I was like, project laugh. I'm just gonna go around, make people laugh, and it worked. I was hilarious. And all of a sudden, there was a slight <laughs> movement. There's a movement. It seemed like all of a sudden, I was like, where am I? <laughs> I like then, one. I think I like. Sense. Like, I'll still go try to find things to do funny once in a while, but. uh for the most part, I'm a very, very, very woke account. because of TikTok. I'm a very new account. I joined really late. Um, is she back in here? Everything's okay. I can't see her. I, I think Tristan's going to uh, help her get back in. There we go. Oh, not quite. Hello. Goodbye. I was gonna say that's not Emily. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. There's, oh, there's Wise right there. Wise. I was oh, here. I, oh, I just saw. Her. Oh. Let me oh, see if she's here. Oh, no, she's gone. <laughs> that's my um, partner in crime. <laughs> she's just kind of popping in and out. I don't understand no. what's happening. But, but is she able to get in? Tristan can. Okay, she's down here. Tristan, can you still hear me? I press this. 
Hack just like a box like right here and it said add stream. This might there it goes. No, it went away. The joys of technical difficulties. <laughs> I know, Jesus. right? <laughs> I have to copy and paste the link. Tristan, mic check one too. <laughs> okay, let me see where my partner went. Because hers will say, then there she goes again. And then it says disconnect it. I right. can't hear. Can you guys hear me? I can. I can hear you. I'm going to see. Oh, see, her name was Queen Antifa. She's being filtered. We're on a roll at first, and now all of a sudden. <laughs> well, I mean, we can keep talking. Tristan, where's um uh yeah oh wait wait there we go <laughs> where's um Queen yay she's back my back Hooray. yes hello yes hello there we go I'm I'm back too Let's I couldn't hear you guys. bring her in and... she's in welcome her. back we've got her back I'm here I don't know okay. what happened cool, it cool. just my mic stopped working <laughs> and then. Uh, it just kicked me out. I don't know. Technical. Oh, the government absolutely removed you because of your name. One hundred percent. You know, I love yeah, you. So Josh <laughs> said, my Josh Dockery. Mine is at Fat Boy Tristan, right at the bottom. Um, Queen Antipa is at Queen underscore Antipa, and Joy I, said, I Oda underscore two <laughs> underscore Joy. Two T O. Um, what were we discussing right before yeah, all, all the technical difficulties? Okay, I'm just letting them know. Okay. Um. Oh, every, everybody I was uh, talking about um their experience and what they have. Uh, Brandy, can you hear me? Learned, you know what I mean? Yeah, I can hear you. Um, TikTok, can you know, because we're everybody still think it's dancing and I'm telling them, I'm like, no, it's going on. Can you hear me? Can you hear me, Tristan? I can hear oh, you, oh, okay. I can hear you, um... I can hear everybody. Hi. Okay, I can hear you. Okay, Josh, say something. Hello there. How's it going? <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Are you My mic wasn't in. <laughs> Josh, you sound like a I can't hear Josh. <laughs> I can't hear Josh or Brandy. <laughs> I, I can't hear Josh or Brandy. <laughs> I can hear Josh. I can hear Brandy. I can hear um. I can hear everybody. Okay. Yeah, what? I can hear everybody. I can hear everybody. Wait, you can't hear me? I can hear everybody but Brandy. I can. I can. Hello. I can hear everybody. Or Josh. Hello. Mm -hmm. Okay. I can hear Josh. It's Justin. He, he can't. So what should hear I do? Me go back to the. Go back to the backstage and then. They hear me. You have me. I hear Josh. I hear everybody, so it's working for me. Possibly. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna Possibly. go back backstage and then Brandy Brew Brandy Brandy Brandy. Let me see Tristan here. Uh okay. uh you possibly I wonder who that random was who joined for a second. Okay. 
That might have been somebody who's actually watching the show. Because this is oh. technically live. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> oh, that was um, the the uh, Real Wise protection. We should have yeah, the, the guy who just randomly like... Yeah, he's a... <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Can you guys hear me? I can. This is the studio yes. that we work out of. Wonderful. Okay, where did uh, Tristan go? He was having trouble hearing. Where's Where's Tristan? He was having trouble hearing, so I think he was going to try to go back to the backstage. Yeah, he couldn't hear people, so he's going backstage, so that way you can add him again. Um, <laughs> also, I need... I don't know where he's He's not back in the studio. Your uh, TikTok handle, and then I can uh, put that on my little screen here. Yeah, he would... He... Yeah, he would show up down here. Okay. Um, I think it's uh at Brandy Six. I'm not even. Let me see. Um, Tristan is not in the the uh the what's you call it because um, okay, he is. Hey. Yeah, he would have popped up by now. Yeah, there he is. Hello. How did everything just go bad? Okay, so I need to know who all can hear Hello. me. I can hear you guys. I can hear you guys. Okay, there he is. And everybody can, I can hear, hear me. You. I can hear you. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yes, uh, I can. Can everybody hear, hear Brandy? Brandy. Yes. Brandy's. Yep. Uh, Brandy's okay. at. Is I gotta at, say something. Uh, Brandy Singleton. 9. You guys can hear me. You can hear me. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yep. Cool. Okay. Now I need you guys to listen. Okay, so the man that popped in, the man that popped in is this oh, is in studio okay. two. Six. Six. <laughs> okay. Studio, but uh he's not random. He didn't know that I was using it today. One of them did, but he didn't. So I want to be able to do this. You guys think you'll be interested in doing this more in the future? Like doing a round table? I think it would be I think it would be really fun. I've had Absolutely. a good time tonight. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Great time. Okay, okay. So we got everybody's handle and stuff. So um, does anybody have anything to say? Uh, we go around and um, and let people know. Put that in the energy. So I guess we'll start from. I'm looking at the bottom here, so I'll just say, go, Tristan, go ahead. Okay, so yeah, Tristan, I am Tristan. At boy Tristan on TikTok. Um, yeah, most of my content, uh, is me. I, I, I do some uplifting, positive content. I do some duets. I do some jokes. I do catch contests, but most of my content these days is exposing people that try to scam TikTokers pretending to be autistic or taking down racists and Trump supporters. Okay. Okay. Uh, Queen Antifa. Yeah, I'm at Queen underscore Antifa on TikTok. Um, I haven't really decided yet what all my content is going to be, but I did a funny video this morning. <laughs> um, but yeah. Josh, you're missing um, Joy. Yeah. It's 2020. We're all missing Joy. I, I did say I've heard every joy joke, but maybe not. Sure. Right. 
<laughs> My apologies. Hey, <laughs> it's okay. Um, what was I going to say? It's so yeah. Um, underscore two underscore joy. Yeah, I really um, I'm really happy that we were able to do this, and that this is a good group here. That's very good group. There's a lot of different perspectives, and mm -hmm. it's it's nice to see the commonality. Yeah, it is. Right. It feels so good to be able to discuss issues like this without people complaining um, about, you know, everything's about politics when it's it's basically, it, it, it's a human rights thing. It's not about yes, politics. It is. Um, it's just, that's the it's, problem. It's the politics. It's human rights. Amen. It's refreshing to be able to just talk about it, to be able to like offload all of this, all of this yeah. disappointment in the system and not have, you know, a rebuttal, um, you know, about how you know everything's political nowadays and that's nice that's, yeah. this is this is a good mental health thing yes yeah exactly Agreed. mental health because mm -hmm. we've seen a lot like as people we've watched some crazy stuff happen like right in front of us you know that i think we all probably have ptsd at this point I mean, I think that everyone should be able to put on their CV that they survived right. 2020. Um, I think that it, I think it's it's definitely a marketable skill. You know, I, I survived yeah. 2020. I can do whatever job you want. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. And no, right. Uh, like 2020. No, no. Give me my glass. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I'm telling you. I would love. I would love to be able. Grandma shaking. <laughs> I'd love to be able to see into the future just to get a glimpse of how 2020 as a year is going to be taught to the next generation. I would love to see that. Right? <laughs> it's not going to be easy. They're going to be like, all right, uh, how are we going to do this? Maybe <laughs> yeah. some trauma. <laughs> they're going to have to go through all the slices right. of 2020, you know, like the Tiger King era, which is arguably the, the least traumatic era of 2020. Uh, I don't know. The least hornets. traumatic to me was the murder hornets. Yeah, right. <laughs> that was the murder. Oh, that was a blip on the radar of 2020. <laughs> yeah, somebody even talked about like first there was Kobe, we still didn't say that. I was like, oh no, <laughs> that was still weird. Like, what was that about? Yeah, that was crazy. 2020's yeah. been a ride. Oh, I haven't 2020 better act right. right? 2021 better start acting right. Tell 21 to sit your ass down, huh? <laughs> Get your ass in here. Sit down, 21. We will burn you down, too, 21. Well, I know a lot of people can start making 21, uh, 2021 better by voting. Yes. Absolutely. Everybody vote. Vote, vote. Oh, please. Please, Please, please. Don't choose not to vote. Registered to vote if you don't if you're, know who. If you're not registered already. And don't yeah. vote third party. This is not the election. We can dismantle the two party system in the next please four don't. years. Exactly. We have to survive the next four years. Yes. And anybody who yeah. is joining us from TikTok and who um uh, you know has uh seen our usernames, please, please, please look on TikTok for Talk the Vote. There is so much information. 
Um, there are a lot of big creators who are supporting Talk the Vote. It's a really easy way of signing up and getting more information about the political parties. Don't think just because you don't know enough about politics that you shouldn't vote. You absolutely should. Just read up a little bit. It could literally save lives. You know, if you ha if you have a mother or if you know anybody who is part of the LGBTQ community, if you have a black friend, if you are studying with somebody who is um, here on a student visa, please, please think of them when you are please. voting. It's so important. I can't stress this enough. Even as a non-American, please, please vote blue. Yes, please. Please. <laughs> That's the funny right, right. thing. That's the funny thing is that a rising tide lifts all ships. So the majority of Trump's fan base or Republican fan base would be benefited more under Democratic like policy. And they do. So we need to keep them. We need to we need to change Congress so it can't just be it has to be full ticket blue. Thank you, Josh. So yeah, yeah, off the vote, it's so important. There is loads and loads of resources. It tells you how to vote if you're not already registered. Um, and it, it gives you lots and lots of information. Um, there are also many, many big creators who you probably like and follow on TikTok who are supporting Talk the Vote. Um, if you don't know how to go about it, please, please, please use this resource. It's amazing. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much, guys. Um, does anybody have any last uh, words, any burning desires, or yes? Did we talk about song or anything on our way out? I think my partner has to. Be um, did huh? we talk about October first being another TikTok blackout day? Yes, we did. Um, go ahead. Yeah, I can drop that one. Yes. And I don't. Did you guys? Um, I don't know if we talked about. I didn't it, hear yes, about it. It's really important. Yes. That we mention it. There yeah. will be another TikTok blackout on October 1st where we are only supporting black content creators, only hyping their videos. Mm -hmm. We are supporting our black creators I, October 1st. I do edit a video about this on my TikTok page um, from another black creator. Please just let as many black creators as you know as, as you can know about this date in case they don't so that they can share their platform um, and get their voices out there as well um, and there is also a lot of black creators letting white allies know what we can do on that day um, to help instead of posting so right. we don't want to drown out any black voices but we do want to hyper boost and um, draw attention to their content on that day And I'll definitely my, out <clears throat> something on my podcast and um, talk about it too. My final thought um, tonight after this is please just be kind to everybody. You know, be compassionate and just try and make try and make everywhere that you go a better place because you've been there. You know. Yes. Those are great wise words. We're all human. We're all fighting the same yes, battle. Sure. And none of us are better yes. than anybody else. So. Yes, yes. <laughs> Except Trump. Fuck Trump. <laughs> I was doing so well. Yep. True. Hate is foolish. <laughs> Love is wise. <laughs>
Guys, so once again, like I didn't know, I didn't know how awesome it was gonna turn out, and it turned out it, expectations. I mean, it, it, uh, yeah, this is pretty awesome, and um, so happy you guys came. Well, I'm so happy it just worked out that it was this group here, and um, I would love to do this again, and and any other time, uh, when you guys know any other, you guys of course know a lot of other creators, um, more than welcome. You know, we can just switch it up and or it's the same and just as long as we can keep, you know, like a group where we can talk about these things beyond the community. Mm-hmm. I'd be totally down for it. And we can use my platform and stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, do you have like a regular I don't know if you saw I speak, the first one I do, I speak is kind of it's up on my profile and we did a do show. Do you have a regularly scheduled slot, Brandy, or is it just kind of as and when? Um, well, this one right here was kind of uh, doing this uh, roundtable was like uh, new. It came to me. I was like, that'd be a perfect idea. But my actual podcast, um, I have a lot of different platforms and I actually have a hers and his podcast too. Oh. So, but I, what I'll do is I'll um, put everything up um, and on TikTok and I'll just let you guys know, like, or lead you to my Instagram and you can just see where, where to okay. go. But yeah, I'm usually always have something going on or something's out. Like I was recording today. Amazing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this right here, this is my first time with this, and I thought it would be perfect to do a roundtable. It's been brilliant. It's been so okay. good. Like, well, thank you once again, guys, and I, I guess we're following each other. Yes. It has. Yes. But like, we're all friends. Like, I met some great. Yes. yes thank you, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> Sign guy. Yes. Okay. So I can like jump in your guys' lives and say hello and stuff now. I don't have enough. Thank <laughs> you for having us, Randy. And you be like, hey, yes, Randy. Thank you for having us. When I do, yes. Me either. <laughs> We're in the same boat. I have none either. Not enough. So I just get another somebody else's live. I get Tristan's live. Hit me on the phone. <laughs> okay. Thank you so, so much, guys. And guys, enjoy the rest bye. of your day. We'll talk soon. Okay, bye. Bye. You too. Bye. Bye. I'm going to call you, Tristan. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> What do you want, Brandon? I was gonna uh, making myself something. Hmm. And I came out. Like, so my first reason I came out was actually we were done with that. Well, when I'm doing this, you just gotta leave me alone. Like, just leave me alone because I'm end up messing something and up. Second reason, I always want to. Well, just leave me alone so I'm done. If I mess mess around and don't press the right button. Okay. Uh, don't talk. Don't talk. Okay. Edit. He said, "Do this." Wait. Now, if I end the motherfucker, what's gonna happen? I need to talk to Wise. <laughs> I need him to come back in here. Hit <laughs> this phone. And um, you're, you're, why would you come over here? You're on camera. Yeah, that's why I said, go do, yeah, you shouldn't be walking around the house in your drawers anyway. Oh. Well, well, don't walk around the house in your drawers. You see him over here broadcasting, you're going to walk over here in your drawers. Makes no sense. Why are you walking around the house half the day? Put your clothes on. You see me walk around in my drawers? No.
Please, wise, please. Okay, hope I don't mess this up. Any broadcasts? Okay, I'm just gonna have to take a chance. Press the button, Vandy. Can you please turn that off? It's still kind of recording. Go from here. Hey, hurry up, man. We're here. Thank you. Um, so how you doing? I'm <laughs> good. What's up? You like surprised? You're like, what the hell? Did that scare you? You came no. in here? No. You know we're still on live, right? I didn't go live, did I? Okay, so I need to know how to get out of here and turn it on. And, and broadcast. Oh, in the corner says and broadcast. Okay. Hello? Yeah. And it's...